This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. And this particular episode is the monthly bonus episode. And we're recording it on Thursday, December 28th, 2023. Only one more show left this year. We're taping this Saturday, December 30th at the Punchline in Sacramento at 420. My guests today, though, are two current champs and one eternal champion in my heart. And they are Bill Squire, Jeff Tate, and Andy Wood. Hello. Hey. Hello. 
Hello. <laughs> uh, let's meet them all individually and alphabetically by first name. He is a Jeopardy champion, a comedian, a science lover. He is Andy Wood. Hey, glad to be here. Where are you, Andy, and why? I am in Joshua Tree, where I reside um, 90% of the time now. Yeah. You crazy desert dweller. It's pretty weird. I mean, I, I definitely jinxed myself when I moved out here right when COVID hit, because I was like, maybe I'll just wait out this whole COVID thing in the desert and turn into a desert weirdo. And then four years later, here I am still. So. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the Wi-Fi out there is great, I understand. Sure. Always good. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for being with us today. Our next guest uh, won in his very first appearance on this show uh, a couple of months ago in Cleveland in November at Dunlap's Corner Bar. And his name is Bill Squire. Hey, Bill. Hey. I'm uh, also in Joshua Tree, but Cleveland, the Joshua Tree of the Rust Belt. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Every area deserves to have its own Joshua Tree uh, because, you know, you two needs more than one place to sing about. Have you uh, come down from the high of winning in November, Bill? No, I've just been riding that. Like, that's everywhere I go, I tell people. Even if they don't ask, especially if they don't ask, I say I won. Doug loves movies and I beat Ramon and he's been on the show a bunch of times and I haven't. So that's a big deal to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're like, sir, why, why are you at the stake here? <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate you joining us once again and uh, good luck today because also joining us is a man who will be joining me to interrupt Fast X at the Great Star Theater in San Francisco as part of SF Sketchfest on Sunday night, January 21st. SFSketchfest.com for tickets. His name. can't Nobody's going to chant it today, but it does happen every time he appears in person. Jeff Tate. Hey, Jeff. Uh, well, hello. Thank you very much. We should pause so that people can finish their chanting in their cars. Right. Everybody should practice chant for the next time they see you in person. <laughs> is it is it just this one syllable first and last? Is that why it's so chantable? Is that why I don't it's, get chanted? It's true. It is very chantable. But the, the audiences at my shows are so nice that uh, if you bring up, hey, it's not fair of you to chant for Jeff and not these other people, they will try to chant for other people. But it's true. Like the more complicated the name, the harder it is to chant it. Uh, yes. <laughs> but Jeff, have you ever done stand up somewhere where it made the other comedians go, what the fuck is happening when audience members just started chanting your name? Uh, yeah, every every single time it happens, when I do stand up, I then have to explain it generally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the other comics are just like, God damn, they they like him this much, and he just walked out on stage. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's Usually very fun when it happens, and then I bomb. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about those times, please. <laughs> One was a well, couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's you, you never know when the bombs are going to go. You know, you could do stand up forever, but you, you just don't 
can't see it coming a lot of times or you do see it coming, but you just still have to go through with it, you know? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you just won uh, the show a couple episodes back, I think. And so you're on, this is like your third appearance on this winning streak. Yes. Nice. Um, So uh, I should say, I'm not going to lie, Jeff, your competitors are formidable. Yes. This is like, this is, you know, Sam Levine aside, this is like uh, potentially like top three players, at least of uh, people who have been on the show recently. But before we play the games today, let's go to Recommendation Nation, where I have you each recommend a movie. But since it's the end of 2023, I'd like each of you to tell me your favorite movie of 2023 was i asking that yet when you were on the last time jeff no okay good so you don't have to double up you or maybe you will double up i don't know i don't remember what you recommended last time but uh let's start with andy what was your favorite movie in 2023 dude i'm not saying this is the best movie but the most fun i had watching a movie this year was no hard feelings the jennifer lawrence sex comedy i will not fight you on that i watched it on a plane so they cut out the the, they didn't cut out the crazy nude scene but it's just like everything moves quicker and you just don't you you really don't see anything but you get the idea of everything that happened they they do it's a pretty good edit i think it's probably an edit made by the filmmakers and not just randomly made for airlines but uh so i watched it all the way through and didn't get to see that part. And then uh, my girlfriend hadn't seen it yet. So I was like, let's, you know, I'll watch it again if you want to watch it. And, uh, you know, it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that much like, oh, wow, it's crazy to actually see the nudity. You know, it didn't change it that much. really. No, no. <laughs> but uh, bless her for being not only hilarious throughout the movie, but then also that ballsy to do a, a naked fight scene. <laughs> I, I would, I would, say this without that scene i still thought it was just a great like legitimately funny oh yeah and the rest comedy. of the movie can the rest of the movie can follow it because i'm sure that like the uh, you know the reaction to it must have been explosive in in theaters when people did go unfortunately it's seen as a rom-com so i don't know how often it had like a packed theater it was mostly you know awkward couples watching it probably but um I, yeah, it's just the jokes and and her demeanor. Jennifer Lawrence, please, I know she listens to this show. Please, uh, make more com- like keep doing comedy. Yes, you no, know, I I legitimately was blown away by how good she is. In the, I didn't know she could do comedy, and it had so many laugh out loud moments. The character is great. Also, I feel like we don't see a lot of characters like that. Uh, like, I, I, it's it's great to see people breaking down walls. Like, I think women should be able to play kind of shitheads, kind of fuck ups. You know, it's more interesting than having it be just like you're a flawless hero out of the gate. Like, no, that's not yeah. interesting storytelling. And yeah, she was so great in it. I liked, uh, I liked the fact that her, her sympathetic, the character you're most sympathetic to is her ex-boyfriend. Cause she's obviously just treating him horribly. And, uh, he's played the guy he's played by the guy that's always the shithead in other things. Because right. Evan Moss Backrack or whatever his name is, he, uh, uh, you know, is on Girls. He was just insufferable, and he's also pretty, pretty annoying in The Bear. <laughs> Still haven't seen The Bear. I got to see The Bear. Oh my god, dude! It is both great and frustrating because it's just really, it really takes you into 
the horrible world of uh, chefs and kitchen, you know, restaurants and kitchens. I mean, it's it's brutal. Um, and the family, the family Thanksgiving or Christmas, I think it was probably Thanksgiving. Not sure. Anyway, the family gathering episode in season two is just some of the most brutal television uh, I I've ever seen. All right. So that's your uh, that's your choice. No hard feelings. That's I love mine. it. I love it. OK, Bill Squire. What was your favorite movie in 2023? I mean, it's hands down got to be the machine, right? <laughs> really? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you well enough to, be, to, be, you know, to know that that was a joke. That was so funny. I assumed you were, Bill, I assumed you were in it. That's what the joke was. You the no, I'm just trying to get on the tour next year. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, um my favorite uh my favorite i didn't like there's movies that i want to see like i haven't seen the iron claw yet i was meaning to see that this week i right that's gonna be towards the top of my list but uh no one will save you was probably my favorite just because it was so like I, I i thought it was gonna be one thing and it was very different than what i thought it was gonna be and it was just uh like a pretty like gut-wrenching thriller you people responded to it. I for some yeah. reason it, it didn't really uh work for me, but uh I feel like you know I just saw that uh Silent Night uh recently uh attempts this very similar thing where there's no dialogue and mm-hmm. uh Willie's Willie's Wonderland with uh, Nick Cage, he everyone else spoke in the movie, but his character just never spoke, even though he's in very long sequences of the movie with other, with other people standing around. So um, I just think I'm, I'm averse to that. I just think that like, I want to hear it. I want people to talk in a movie. See, I, I do but talk that's radio just, four that's hours me, a though. day. Yeah. You're yeah. tired of the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You just yeah, want, so. you just want to watch a, a, a quiet place movies all day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, all right. Also, because you don't know me that well, this is a joke. Also, a woman being quiet for two hours. Sign me up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is um, all those movies I mentioned, though, I just realized are a great recommendation for when somebody's on a plane and they don't they have access to the, the imagery, but they don't have headphones. Yeah. So you don't have to hear it. I mean, of course, you would want to hear the action noises and the music in, in those movies, mm-hmm. but still. Uh, if you got to watch it uh, without sound, that would be a movie to watch, you know, like or, the, was... or the artist. <laughs> right. I feel like if I'm in an airport and I don't have headphones, I'm going to pay the $200 to buy beats out of a vending machine. Right. Because it's just it's too miserable to be on a plane without headphones these days. It is. And the people that uh, do decide that you need to hear the game they're playing or the movie they're watching uh, uh, should just be there should just be a hole that drops them out of the plane and uh but safely to the ground they have a parachute all right yeah yes <laughs> i i hate them but i don't want to see them harm jeff uh this is tough there was a lot of there was a lot of great movies this year but i'm gonna have to go with uh teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem whoa teenage mutant m t m and what are the what's wasn't one of the movies just the initials? Oh yeah, there was those uh, T M N T or something like the early 2010s or whatever. There was a couple that were like heavy CGI, and there were uh, 
like Michael Bay produced them or something. Those were not good, but this one was awesome. It's animated. It's written by talented comedy uh, writers. I get, I I would assume I haven't seen it, but I pretty much just heard good things about it. It's very entertaining. And they, they actually feel like teenagers and uh, not, not just like grown-ups in <laughs> is that important uh, to you, Jeff? Teen- no it just it just fits like the the animation is cool it's got that comic no, it's cool. I, I watched it too. spider-man thing yeah it's dope yeah, yeah it's a good does one vanilla ice, does vanilla ice appear in any capacity nope. no no uh, no but it, <laughs> that song is referenced they do <laughs> reference uh the go ninja go ninja go part <laughs> <laughs> uh I, i'm gonna see this movie for sure I, I i think it'll be enjoyable it's like you know it's produced by seth rogan and evan goldberg and uh they rarely let me down those guys so i'm into it uh these are three really interesting choices like actual fun movies nothing you know nothing too heavy i mean i know that no one will save you is intense but uh, uh these are all uh i think they're all on streaming too now I know no hard feelings and no one will save you are. And if mutant ma'am isn't, it's definitely available for on demand, but I think it's going to be on streaming I'm, now, now or soon. It's, it's on, on Paramount, Paramount plus. plus. Oh, oh, right now. Right now? <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. And Delta so, flights. So I don't know what you're into, but if you have Paramount plus or you're about to fly on Delta. Okay. Check out a uh, TMNT mutant mayhem. Then I'm, then I'm all set. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I've got Paramount Plus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I got Delta is not. I think I might be able to live the rest of my life never flying on Delta. I might. Wow. Every once in a while, you'll get fucked over where like your airline, you know, uh, is overbooked or something. And then they or, you know, you miss a connection and they'll just put you on a, another, air, you know, another carrier. Uh, that's the only times I ever fly Delta. OK, here we go. All right. Uh, opposite of a plug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was not uh, not very pluggy. But um, I can't believe none of you said the new uh, you know Spider Man across the multiverse because that that keeps coming up in these uh, conversations I have with people. Uh, people are crazy for the Spidey Spidey multi. The first one I think legit should have been nominated for best picture of what twenty eighteen or nineteen. Like it's yeah. too bad animation gets second billing but this one is just not as good as the original it's good but the first one is so good I, the second is just kind of cluttered it's still it, cool to watch but like interesting because people perfect. love it and they claim it's better than the first you know <sighs> i was annoyed but that I, it ended on a cliffhanger that that oh, that's yeah, why that's i weird. didn't want because i was like oh and i gotta see another one of these which is fine but i just i was going in hoping to get like a full story arc and then like as i realized we were in the theater for so long i'm like oh the this isn't going to end how I thought it was going to end. <laughs> do you is, mean? Do you is, mean with an ending? Dune, yeah, Dune no. all over again, like a part of a movie, <laughs> right? Part of a right. Story? What is this? Uh, I mean, that's why I didn't say Mission Impossible because it's I can't put the first half of this Mission Impossible movie is not better than an entire Ninja Turtles movie. Right. I hear you. Well, let's go to a break. Let's calm down, everybody. <laughs> And we'll be back to play some games in a few moments. 
If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back, and the first game we're going to play today, out of two, is called ABCD's Nuts. Uh, Doug Loves Movies is coming to the Improv in Orlando, Florida, on Saturday, January 6th at 420. So in honor of that coming up and as a way to plug it, Let's spell Orlando. And by spell, I mean Andy's first. He'll name any movie that begins with O. Then we'll move to Bill. He gets the letter R. Then Jeff, letter L. And then all the way through the word Orlando. It's pretty short. But if you can't think of one, you're out. So I doubt that's going to happen with these three players. But if you match the title that I wrote down in advance that fits a particular theme that will be more clear as we go along, maybe. Uh, if you match me, then you just automatically win the game. We go to commercial and come back for our next game. It's kind of like Squid Game, the way like it just something could just happen and end, <laughs> it, end things or very early. <laughs> that so uh, exciting. Yeah. Uh, so we're going alphabetical by first name. So Andy is first up in spelling Orlando, the first O in Orlando. Oh, what no. movie? I know you just have to take a shot in the dark, but it's always fun. I think Jeff might have gotten the first movie one time. Oh, I'm going to uh, say, oh, brother, where art thou? <laughs> Which is. That's how you have to, I don't know if you remember this, but back when you went to go see that movie in the theater, you had to say it that way to get the ticket. Okay. <laughs> I, re I remember, boy, they were real sticklers then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother, were they? <laughs> I like the Winnie the Pooh version, Oh, Bother, Where Art Thou? A little better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bother. Thanks. Thanks for coming by, Eeyore. Okay. Um, the old movie that I wrote down, I mean, how how classic is this? Office Space. Oh. You know, I wanted you to have a chance. You know what I mean? But uh, we're on to the letter R and Bill. All right. I'm going to go with Ratatouille just because that's what I had. But I'm trying to figure out this theme, though. So, <laughs> just from that is not on theme. Yeah, just from office space. potential cool. themes. <laughs> uh, for my R Ratatouille, of course, I always love a Ratatouille reference. But I went with a motion picture called Runaway Jury. 
because it fits the theme. The next letter to Jeff is L. Take the L, Jeff. I'm going to say love actually. Go to L, Jeff. Um, (laughs) Okay. Uh, Love actually is a fun reference right now because we're just coming out of uh, the Christmas uh, season. And I just want to say to anybody who already misses the Christmas version of the theme song, uh, with uh, Ricky and Kate, um, you know, I just play it. Uh, I feel like Christmas is over when Christmas Day happens, you know, or like I sort of think about it that way. So we went back to the regular theme for this episode. But if you miss that theme, just go back to one of the last episodes in December. And, uh, you know, you know, what I mean, engineer your own uh, show. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, letter L. Here we go. <laughs> and. uh I wrote down Liberty Heights. Liberty Heights. Liberty Heights. Yeah. What what is mm. happening? A is the next letter. And this happens sometimes. Gotta just go with the flow. Because uh, the theme, I couldn't find a movie that begins with A that fits the theme. So this one's a TV show, Andy. Uh, for the letter A is a TV show. I am not seeing any pattern, but I guess it'd be dumb the name of a movie because I'm never going to get your, oh man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had my movie and now I'm trying to think of an A-team. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> the A-team. <laughs> All right. Well, in this game, we don't, we call movies that begin with uh, uh, the, we call that a T, oh, but okay. uh, go ahead. Uh, um, you can, you um, can try again. I won't disqualify you. Oh my god! Why can't I, this? This can't be hard. Um, it kind of is. World, another world. Another world. The uh, the guy. TV the TV yeah. uh, soap opera called Another World. Wait, I thought Another World. Oh, a different world. I meant, I meant a, a different world. I meant the cosmic spinoff. <laughs> a different world. <laughs> so you're switching your answer from another yes. world to a different to world. A different world. Yes. Lock it in. Yep. That is the correct answer. It is. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it is a different world, but I was so excited when you got it wrong with another world because that would have been such a sweet burn. But, <laughs> How did I get uh, it? I don't know what the theme is. How did I get it right? Because, you you know, oh I, now I'm realizing when I devised this, I sort of thought, well, who's going to think of any TV shows that begin with A? You know, Alice. Um, uh, uh <laughs> what else we go with a Arnie Miller <laughs> uh as as at our as the world turns <laughs> yeah another soap yeah. yeah anyway so uh congratulations uh the rest of the movies because the rest of them are movies are uh New Jersey Turnpikes for N and then D is drumline. And then for O, I couldn't think of something. I couldn't find a movie that applied to the theme. So I just wrote down Office Space again. I think I know what the theme is. What is it? Are they Orlando Jones movies? They are. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so right Andy, there. that's how that's what a brainiac you are is you won without even knowing what the theme is. 
I didn't know he was even in a different world. I, I wouldn't have thought he was already acting <laughs> at that point. Well, he also plays small parts in a lot of these things, you know, like a couple of them were like very early on in his career, you know. I mean, just even Office Space, man just that. Yeah, exactly. Office Space. I, w- I wouldn't even remember he's in it. Um, but congratulations, Andy. You won that game. That was very, uh, very, very impressive. And, uh, Do you want to you want to hear some unlikely and also dumb? <laughs> sure. Uh, I had worked ahead and knew that D was going to be mine. And I was legitimately I, I swear to God, I was going to say double take, which is just a different Orlando Jones movie that starts with D. <laughs> That's right. I picked I went with drumline just to give you guys a break at that point. You know, like maybe somebody would win. I didn't know it would happen in a different world. <laughs> I can't believe this is the weirdest. Yeah. I was even bummed that I had to put a TV one in there, but like, you know, it's just such a funny concept to me to like say let's let's play this game with a word Orlando and then it's Orlando Jones movie. <laughs> I was very committed to making that happen. Um and I look forward to being back in Orlando on Insurrection Day. All right, we will be <laughs> I know it's so it sucks to have a show on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> right, it should be a day of mourning. Yeah, I probably shouldn't. Do, you're right. You're saying I should cancel the show. <laughs> no, do your, do your I, mean, show. I always want to spend it with family, so I can see why being on right. the road for January sixth. That's is true. Be- well, I also, get you know, nobody wants to travel on Jan six because you know everybody's headed somewhere. It's crazy. Just um, get a get a bunch of guest speakers, go last, and then have everybody march up the mall. <laughs> 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 no we will oh that'd be so funny like organize get the audience to be a march or something i've never tried to do that like andy kaufman used to do at his live shows i even got to see him do it in person one time at uc san diego um he was doing a show there in the auditorium and he gets the entire crowd to like conga outside the building and go around the building and then, you know, eventually come back in, but just creates this gigantic, stupid conga line for no reason. And, uh, and I, I went the show that I went to, I didn't want to get in the Congo line, but I went outside with the Congo line and I just ran up to the front along where Andy Kaufman was at the front of the line and just like moved along right next to him. And uh, Andy Kaufman looked at me like with a super panicked face, like, how do we get back in? You know, because it wasn't like you could just go directly around. So it was just funny me trying to give directions to a guy that has a uh, 500 person conga line behind him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back. And uh, during the last live audience show at the lab at the Hollywood Improv, we played a game. And... um, when I emailed you guys uh, about today, um, I asked you to make sure that you do- did not listen to that show, that the last live show we did um, 
it might have been even the the last show we did. Yeah, um, I asked you not to listen to it for because of what I want to try today. But Andy, I never got a confirmation. Did you listen to the last episode to prep for today? Okay, good. Because that's what sometimes people just do that. They'll just watch. They'll just listen to the most recent one. And uh, I wanted to make sure none of you guys did that because we played a game. I didn't think it was easy, but I expected my guest to do better at it than they did. Uh, it was almost a little scary how they just we we weren't really connecting. It might have been that it was too Christmassy, and I had three guests that just happened to live those kind of lives where you're not that into Christmas, you know. So you maybe don't know Christmas movies that well. But anyway, um, I just wanted to play the game again with you guys and see how it goes, see if it goes better or or the same as it did the other night. And I hope that the listeners will find that uh, entertaining idea instead of a, what, you're just going to play the same game again? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's interesting to see what's going to happen with a a new set of players playing this. It's a game I had played once before, and uh, Jeff was one of the, uh, it was the last time Jeff won, he was uh, involved in it. Uh, It's called IMDB xmas uh and it was suggested by a listener and uh on the page of every movie uh represented on the internet movie database imdb uh they list the top four cast members that are you know quote unquote top build uh above every movie so uh andy's gonna go first and then we'll go to Jeff, then to Bill, and then eventually back to Andy. Um, Andy, I'll name the first actor or actress listed uh, in their uh, this particular Christmas movie or you know holiday movies uh, top four, and then you make your first guess or or pass if you don't have a guess, and then Jeff will guess and Bill will guess if nobody gets it. Then I'll give you guys the second name, uh, et cetera. And we'll work through till all four names, which uh, when we played last time, four of these titles, the contestants got to hear all four names <laughs> and then still didn't come, come up with a title, uh, the, the correct title. So, and it just freaked me they out. Got none so, of these? Like, what's that? They got none of these. They got two of them. And I don't think they, yeah, those two were like, one of them was off of the first name and the other one was off of maybe also the first name. Yeah. So a couple of them ended up, but the, you know, it was, it was just, it was weird. So let's give it a try. And thank you to everybody for indulging me. And uh, we'll start with Andy. Good luck, gents. What movie do you think? for its number one slot in their top four build that is a Christmas movie, so to speak, stars number one, Jim Carrey. Uh, I think it's just called The Grinch, right? Or is it The Grinch Who Stole Christmas? The Grinch. You're going with, are we on an exact title here? And you're going Uh, with The Grinch. I think the movie was just The Grinch. The Grinch. 
Okay. Incorrect. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, I will say Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to dignify it with a, oh, what the hell. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Bill I believe, Squire. Uh, I believe it is uh, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That is the correct title of the one uh, of the movie starring Jim Carrey, but that is not the movie I am looking for. Andy, second on the top four build, Gary Old Man. Oh, ah, I think on a past, I feel like this came up on a past show and I forgot if there's a special like after the colon. I think it's some version of a a Christmas Carol colon Robert Zemeckis horrible animated. Oh yeah. Um, I don't, a, a Christmas Carol. I don't know if it has a, a subtitle to it. You're just going with just straight up a Christmas Carol. I hope it's just that. That is correct. Nice. Yeah. Right. Colin Colin Firth and uh, Steve Valentine are the uh, other names in the top four. And that's the first of a few that my guests looked at me like they had no idea that that movie ever existed. <laughs> they wouldn't. Oh, no, they completely. I... They completely gaslighted me, <laughs> and I had to be like, "It was animated." Zemeckis was on an animated kick. He he did uh, Beowulf and uh, Polar Express, or as I call it, you know, Fast Train to Hell. <laughs> and, um, or I should say slow train to hell would be more insulting, I guess. But anyway, um, <laughs> congratulations uh, for getting that one, Andy. Now we move on to round two. Jeff gets to go first. And the first person listed on IMDb is Mr. Bruce Willis. Hmm. I'm going to say Die Hard 2. Die harder. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. what? what? Well See, done. That's yeah. the kind of gameplay I look for. Is that everybody blurts out die hard, but you got to be a real player to stop and think for a second and then say <laughs> die hard too, because it also takes place at Christmas. And of course, it also stars Bruce Willis. Uh, they list William Atherton, Bonnie Bedelia, and then Reginald Vell Johnson as the next three. But I think all three of those, would you agree, Jeff, that they are just top billed just because they were all in the previous one? Because aren't aren't their parts all kind of reduced in Die Hard 2? Uh, definitely. Um, yeah, William Atherton should not be second billed. And uh, Reginald Vell Johnson is like in one scene. He like calls him on the phone and that's it. Yeah, yeah he has I to show how to all... use a fax machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I do. I do. It was gonna be a rough ride. Like I knew that. Like it's a fine movie, you know. And and Rennie Harlan's not not so bad, but I I you know it's definitely a let you know it's not as good as Die Hard. It's just clear, it's just not. Uh, but that was the first sign to me that it wasn't as good as Die Hard when he you know said just the facts, ma'am. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the facts. It does have one of my favorite lines in a movie is when he uh, Bruce Willis yells at a Dennis Franz or whatever. It says, uh, what sets off the metal detectors first, the lead in your ass or the shit in your brains? (laughs) 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 
I, I thought it was a good sequel. I mean, it's yeah, not as good as the original Die Hard, but the ambush scene where all the SWAT team are going and all cocky and they get blown away by the painters working on Christmas Eve. Like yeah. this is normal. Yeah, yeah. And what's you know the bad guy doing his naked uh, you know moves his naked yeah. yoga at the beginning is weird. Uh, he's always great, but like just the stakes are so much higher. An entire commercial airline flight blows up like mm -hmm. yeah. very early on. It was just like, okay, you know, Nakatomi Plaza, there were some casualties, but holy shit, a an entire plane. To me, it's like when w Walter White was inadvertently responsible for an entire plane crashing in uh, Breaking Bad. That was the where I, I still love the show, but I did not have any, you know, I hated the character uh, henceforth after that happened, you know? Well, I mean, yeah. it was because of a mourning father who was, I mean, he was tangentially responsible, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was definitely tangential, but he still, you know, didn't seem to really slow him down in his behavior uh, yeah. at all. All that right. Speech, that speech you gave when he compared it to the Tenerife crash was great, though. He's like talking to the <laughs> high school gymnasium. I was like, there have been worse crashes than this, you guys. <laughs> I also like that he... He hurt and destroyed so many lives, but people are like, but Skyler was mean. I hate Skyler. Oh, no, that's what's so funny is he ended up like people loved him and hated her. And she's not the one doing all the horrible things. She's just, right. you know, reacting to it. Yeah, like, I don't like her attitude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was weird. For sure. Okay. Uh, round three. Jeff and Andy are on the board and uh, Bill gets to go first on this one. That's a uh, top build. What movie do you think this is that stars Kurt Russell? Ooh, I'm gonna go. Ooh, the way the show works. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go with the Christmas Chronicles. That's a full title. I believe so. Locking it in. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Andy, uh, I'm just gonna take a stab. The Christmas Chronicles two. You want to lock that in? I don't know if there is one, but yes. You're saying the Christmas Chronicles two. Yes, I am. <sighs> Jeff. Uh, I'm gonna say Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> hang on let me get my get, get my noise ready okay. i'm sorry the answer did you know the working title to some was mustache parade oh i didn't know that that's uh that's cool i i would i still would have seen it right uh okay we're back andy Wait, Bill gets another shot. It's my of turn. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oof. Uh, oh, I got to give you the second name. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. Because the second, we're back to the beginning. Okay. Uh, the second name after Kurt Russell is Goldie Hawn. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, what's it called? <laughs> uh, overboard. <laughs> no. Oh, no. They were in two Andy. movies together. Andy. <laughs> I, I don't know if this might have taken place around Christmas time, but Captain Ron. 
See, like you guys are feeling this in a fun way at this point because you are guessing titles. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not just looking at me like, what is, what are you talking about? Uh, Jeff? Oh, man, I. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, okay, so it's both of them. So I'm going to say uh, The Chronicles of Christmas 3. <laughs> All right, back to you, Bill. I'm going to go ahead and give both names because they're a little, they're no help. They're no help, the remaining okay. names. Uh, that's what I should have done, I think, with this game, is I think it should have started with the, the most obscure of the four and worked up to. But I also just thought it was fun to have people start guessing just based off of the the first name. Anyway, because these last names are just like, who? Uh, Darby Camp and Julia Den Denison. But doesn't even matter if I mispronounce their names. I'm sure they're no help. Do you have a final guess, Bill? Oh boy, I'm gonna just go. Uh, I I'm just trying to think of, I don't know, the <laughs> thing. I, I I can't even think of another movie. Uh. John Carpenter's <laughs> the thing. Okay, yeah. Andy. I, I I mean I could just name Parker. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Jeff. The Fox and the Hound. Uh, this was this one was stupid. It's just you. It got screwed up by a, a technicality. Uh, the title of the movie that Andy was so close to is the Christmas Chronicles Part Two. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it was a dumb Part Two thing. All right, so Bill, we're back to you. First up, top build in this Christmas motion picture, Peter Billingsley. I'm going to go with the uh, theme of sequels. I'm going to go with A Christmas Story Christmas. That is motherfucking correct. Nice work. Wow. That's another movie where the last panel looked at me and insisted that I'm talking about a movie that doesn't exist. I interviewed him <laughs> last month. So. Oh, my God. The, the fact that yeah. you even knew it was called A Christmas Story Christmas. I love it. I love yeah. it. See, now you can see the pattern here. With all of these movies, people were supposed to guess a wrong movie as their first guess. First, yeah, You're supposed yeah. to guess Grinch, Die Hard, uh, you know, the original Christmas Chronicles, the original Christmas Story. And instead, they didn't have that base to work off of. Mm -hmm. They didn't even know to do, you know what I mean? They didn't even know that much. So why would they be guessing sequels when they don't even know? You know what I mean? It was, right. it was wild. Here we go. This is so exciting. You got a three three way tie. You've each got a point, and uh, this one starts with Andy. Mila Kunis. Oh, Mila Kunis is in a Christmas movie. And don't forget, don't forget to have a Merry Kunis, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have. Of uh, um, bad moms. Incorrect. Jeff. A bad mom's Christmas. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie. That's yeah, a movie. called getting. That's the, hang the sequel. Of it, yeah, <laughs> figuring it out. Yes, it is the follow-up 
was called a, a bad mom's Christmas, which is hilarious to me to just have such weird words in front of, and then just stick Christmas at the end. Um, did you guys ever see the sequel to the Revenant, Revenant Christmas? <laughs> 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 Did you ever see Mel Martin Scorsese's Silence Two Colon Christmas? I did. Um, <laughs> all right. Now this next one, one of my guests got immediately, which really was delightful and funny to me because it, it, it's a weird one. And Bill, you get to go first. Uh, Steve Martin. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with. Mixed nuts. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> wow. Well done. <laughs> Love that movie. Yeah. Oh shit! I've been forgetting to finish off the the Bad Moms Christmas. The other names were Kristen Bell, Catherine Hahn, and uh, Jay Hernandez. And then Mixed Nuts was a real movie starring Steve Martin and a cast of amazing, funny people, including the other three they they put in here: Madeline Kahn, Robert Klein, and Anthony Lapaglia. And um, yeah, mixed nuts. It was not, didn't turn out so good that movie. Um, uh, but like I said, one of my guests, that was one of the ones that uh, was guessed immediately. Andy and Jeff, did you, would you have guessed that for Steve Martin or were you already like, what? I had it, I could picture a 90s movie, but I had it like confused with three other sort of middle of 90s things I didn't see. So, yeah, I'm and sure the poster, the poster image that you might be familiar with, is Steve Martin's face close up with it, but with a, one of those Santa hats on, and uh, and then everybody else, I think, is like small at the bottom, like they really led with him on it. But it was a real ensemble movie that just didn't, just didn't click. Um, okay, so this is a wild turn of events because Bill just guessed mixed nuts, right? Correct. Okay, so that put Bill in a tie with Jeff. And I'm sad to say, Andy, uh, that you are one point behind the two of them. So the tiebreaker is just going to be between Bill and mm. Jeff. And Jeff gets to go first. And this is the this was the top gaslighting that occurred to me that evening. Because I find it bizarre that no one was familiar with this movie. <laughs> I went out onto the street and started asking people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. The top billed person is Mr. Nicholas Cage. Okay, so this is the family man. That was what I was hoping people would guess. You were right on that score, but not the movie I'm looking for. Bill? Okay, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'm picturing <laughs> something. Is it... Oh, was that a Christmas movie? I feel like there was Christmas-type stuff in that. Uh, I'm going to go Con Air. <laughs> <laughs> Put the Christmas bunny down. Um, no. no. Incorrect. We move back to Jeff. All right. Are you, are you ready for the second name, Jeff? So excited. All right. John Lovitz. 
Oh, I know this movie. It's called Trapped in Paradise. That is correct. Oh, damn. Jeff yeah. Tate does it once again. Jeff Tate is our winner today. Congratulations. Jeff, that movie also starred Dana Carvey and Richard B. Scholl and three professional comedians who were alive when it was in theaters insisted they'd never heard of it. A movie, wow. starring, a movie starring two comedians and crazy-ass Nick Cage. Um, it was not a, a particularly good movie, but I still think it pops up on some of the channels around Christmas time because it takes place at Christmas and uh, the poster for it is they're like in a snow globe. Yeah. It's uh, the three of them and they're like, what are they? It's kind of like a, the Wet Bandits or something. Like they're three criminals that go to a town and then get stuck there. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. got a... Like, uh, um, I remember I, I saw this movie, uh, Lost in Yonkers type vibe to it, I believe. I was going to say quick change. I was going to say oh. the Dan Aykroyd one where he's the terrifying, like, uh, mayor of the weird town. What is that one called? What movie? Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that movie. Oof, that was a that's a rough one because they like not only is it not funny, but it's also kind of gross. Like there's a lot of gross humor yeah. and like yeah, and like Dan Aykroyd's like the goes crazy with the disgusting makeup where like his looks like he has a dick on his face and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, it was yeah. It legitimately like it kind of scared me when I saw it when I was a kid. Yeah, it's not fun at all. It's just yeah. disturbing. <laughs> it is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> like Dan Aykroyd got too into it. Like it's too weird. <laughs> so it's like a creepy version of deliverance, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, yeah. what was the one with uh John Cusack where he found like a bunch of money? Money for nothing. Oh yeah. Because yeah. all those seem to like there there were a rash of films where either people stole money or came across money. And they were stuck in a place where they had to get rid of it or like had to hide it or whatever. And it, like they came out like bang, 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 like yeah, the 92, Bill Paxton 94. The Sam Raimi Bill Paxton one is like one of my favorite movies. Oh, ever. Simple Plan is great. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is a hard title too. That's one of those ones that's hard to remember because it's just not flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and it was too simple of a plan as it turned out. It was planned by simpletons. Should have been a little um, more complicated. Mm-hmm. They should have put some more, <laughs> more things into it. Um, all right. All right, Jeff, you big winner. But I want to thank all three of you for, uh, you know, just making me feel better about uh, my game creating skills. And, uh, you know, apologies. I'm not trying to drag my guests from the last episode. I'm just trying to figure out this, you know what's going on there and what was going on there is that they just don't, they're not like trivia mavens like you guys are. Yes. Right. Right. We are, we are, we are mag- I couldn't yeah. have gotten the trouble in paradise or trapped in paradise. Yeah. That was- yeah. Trapped, trapped in paradise. paradise. You didn't recognize it. I, I mean, I recognize the, 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 the actors and maybe the poster. I could never have pulled the name. I knew, I knew that it was like bumbling thieves. I just, yeah. the name yeah. doesn't ring any bells. Yeah. yeah. It's no, it definitely was like a flop, you know? So I, 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 you know, I can't really blame anybody for not having heard of it. But when they were all three saying, we don't know what we don't know, we've never heard anything about this. <laughs> it's just like, well, it's already a kind of a noted movie because it's weird that Nicolas Cage is teamed up with two, gu- two guys from SNL, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I got to see it again because I watched part of it uh, a couple of years ago and I, I, I didn't mind it. All right. So, Jeff, please uh, promote yourself. What do you got uh, coming up? Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Comedy Corner Underground, uh, February 2nd and 3rd. And okay. uh, January 21st, I'll be in San, San Francisco with uh, Doug for Fast X Interruption. Yeah, that's going to be so much fun. Uh, got a few other hilarious uh, people doing that one with us, uh, including uh, Arden Marine and Dan Van Kirk. Um, okay. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Uh and then Jeff, uh, we'll have you back on Zoom uh, as soon as as soon as possible uh, to uh, continue your winning streak. Andy yeah. Wood, thank you so much for being here. What would you like to promote? Uh, my podcast, probably science. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and I just want to like, like secret vision board this into the world. It's an hour drive to the nearest movie theater for me up here in Joshua Tree. There is an empty Cineplex. It's been sitting there for four years. If somebody with deep pockets wants to open a movie theater in the high desert, I think it could work. Uh, if you have the money, hit me up on social media at Andy T. Wood. Um, I could offer my sweat equity and that's about it. But I really miss going to movies. I love that. I love that about you, but also that, you know, that idea of like trying to just get them uh, to reopen it. That'd be uh, that'd be so cool. Are there are there enough people out there? I don't I mean really sustain probably, a four screen theater. Maybe not. And that's the thing. I think it's probably about like 80,000 people between the four or five high desert cities here. But you know, there's like 4 million that come to the national park every year. And I guess you don't come up here to see a movie, but if it became a thing that had, you know, interesting programming and or festival, I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. If somebody's looking no, for you a get, place uh, to go. You know, you get there's I see lots of celebrities like Instagrams where they're like, hey, I'm in Joshua Tree, you know, like it's a popular thing to go go to and and talk about. So, like, I think like seeing a movie there, that, that could be fun. Yeah, I if hope you do it right, you could probably get grants and stuff for for it to be, you know, a historic movie house. And there's there might be a road to actually getting that done. Yeah, it's possible. I just assume that to get off the ground, this is like a seven-figure kind of thing. I, I assume it's a ton of money, and it's probably a bad bet in the era of streaming. But you never know; someone might just love this area and have a passion for bringing some good programming. Yeah, there. they might need like a uh, write-off. They might need a, a. They might need an abject failure that they can dump a bunch of money into. <laughs> producer style. Yeah. Oh, you I hear that, it. movie producers? I know you <laughs> yeah. guys love fucking shelving shit. <laughs> 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 yeah reopen this place and then shelve it uh, speaking of which are they they're bringing back the uh the wily e. coyote thing because everyone's so mad at it right yeah no the, the the outrage worked i mean you know uh i don't know if it always ends up being going the, the right way but that was a good one that i don't know why they they should have quietly buried it if they were going to bury it you know but the fact that it just sort of came out and everybody flipped over it because also some people had seen it. So there's a lot of people on online talking about how, and it's good. Like it's a good movie. Um, right. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy that, uh, that they succumb to the pressure, but that's, you know, it's the bottom line is they just go, Oh, that many people are upset. Well, that many people will pay, you know, to see it or right. buy it, you know, buy streaming to see it or whatever. Uh, okay. 
So, Bill Squire, what do you got to uh, promote, dude? Uh, I had a special come out last year on YouTube. I'd love it if people will check that out. It's just called Bill Squire Pure BS. And uh, just subscribe to my YouTube channel. That would be, <laughs> that'd be a, a cool thing to do. Those are your initials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was me. I was verbalizing the sound of Jeff getting it. <laughs> uh thanks for being here and uh you know you're welcome back anytime you have another special or anything to promote or when i'm uh cruising through your neck of the woods i i am excited to come back and do another show at uh absolutely just filmed, sometime just filmed a new special uh last week so oh yeah be out so, sometime later this year or later in 2024 oh okay great yeah so come back and I've got uh, shows coming up this Saturday. Douglas Movies in, is in Sacramento at the Punchline at How About Art and Mall. Uh, Sunday, also Sacramento. I'm, I'm uh, hosting two stand-up comedy shows at uh, the Punchline for New Year's. And then the Benson Movie Interruption is back at Dynasty Typewriter on January 2nd uh, in L.A. with... I, it's going to be such a fun show. We got Scott Ackerman, Jonah Ray, and Zach Galifianakis uh, interrupting a movie that you bring in. You bring in a movie, and uh, if you're the only one that brings in a movie, that's the one we'll watch. Uh, January 6th, Orlando Improv, previously mentioned. Uh, January 16th, I'm at the uh, Improv in L.A. Also, uh, previously mentioned, The Lab is our fun new spot to do really intimate uh, audience episodes. Of Doug Loves Movies. DougLovesMovies.com is where all my stuff lives. Thanks again to Andy, Jeff, and Bill. And um we're I got we're we're on time or whatever, but I just want to uh quickly ask you guys if any of you have a, a favorite last line from a movie, because that's what I like to close with. And I I have something that I could do, but I wanted to see if any of you had had a good one. Oh no! <laughs> I know it's a tough question, and also like some of the obvious ones come to mind. You know, like there's no place like home or whatever, Rosebud. But um, it's fine if you don't have any, because what I did was I thought it's not easy for me to find out the last line from Trapped in Paradise, so I'll just I'll just say what I think the last line of Trapped in Paradise <laughs> would be. <laughs> So thanks again, everybody, for listening. And as always, hey, we got out of there. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, because Doug loves.